Come on, lift up your hands. Father, we bless your name. We glorify the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says, lift up your head, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And let the King of glory come in. Who is this King of glory? He is the Lord God, strong and mighty. He is the Lord mighty in battles. Come on, somebody. This morning, your mouth is a gate. Your mouth is a gate. I want you to open your mouth and release a praise in this atmosphere. Come on, somebody. Lift up your hands and open your mouths and say, God, we worship you. God, we praise your name. Say, God, take all the praise. Say, God, take all the praise. Take all the glory, all the honor. Hallelujah. 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 Say, God, take all the praise. I just want to start with this song. We give you. You are Alpha and Omega. Come on, sing with me. You are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be blessed. You are Alpha, you are Alpha and Omega. You and Omega We worship you our Lord You are worthy to be Now break that alabaster box We give you all. 
and be lifted up, be everlasting doors. Let the King of Glory come in. 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 Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody give him some glory.
if you're a friend of God, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm a friend of God. That is why I look so blessed. That is why I look so strong. Come on, somebody. Say, neighbor, I know God for myself. I know God for myself. Come on, somebody. A people that know their God will do exploits. Hallelujah. We worship you. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, take your praise to the next level. Take your praise to the next level. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa. Who am I? Who am I that you are mindful of me? That you hear me when I call. Is it true that you are thinking of me?
I said he's worthy. Come on, somebody. He's worthy. He's worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm just, I'm just waiting for the praisers and the worshipers to kick in. I, I just need a few worshipers to kick in in the atmosphere now. This is your type of atmosphere. This is your type of atmosphere. I just need a few worshipers just to show up at the altar. I just need one worshiper to run and help some worshipers at the altar. This is your type of worship. This is your place. Come on, somebody. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. And open your mouth. Woo, 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 woo. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, yeah. Listen to me. I need some ambulance. I need some siren. I need some voices. I need somebody to sound an alarm on the holy hill. Because in this house, there's liberty, there's power. Somebody open your mouth and give him a loud praise. Give him a loud praise. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, excuse me for being too loud. Excuse me for being too loud. I gotta be loud with that one. Gotta be loud with my praise. Excuse some people who are just religious who just came to watch you. Look at your neighbor, say, Neighbor, if I gotta be your mirror, I will be your mirror. Open your mouth and shout. I just need a few worshipers to kick in. I just need a few worshipers to kick in. Let me tell you something. Those at the front, they are your mirrors. If you want to look good, just look at how they worship. Look at how they praise. Look at how they open their mouth. Look at how they worship. You think everything is going right with me? But I still got to worship. I still got to praise. I still got to praise. I got to shame that devil. When I worship, somebody open your mouth.
You're more real there. You 
ground I'm standing on You more real than the wind in my lungs hey, 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 hey. Your thoughts define me You're
like nothing I've ever seen or heard. Who cares? Your infinite wisdom. Who can fathom the depths of your love? You are beautiful beyond. Description, majesty, and front of To marvelous forward, you to wonderful for comprehension, like nothing I've ever seen or heard. Tell me who cares? You're in for Principalities and powers. 
spiritual wickedness in high places. For thou, O Lord, for thou, O of God in this house. Angelic visitations right now. The atmosphere is rich with healing, healing, healing. Somebody is getting the deliverance right now. gentlemen brothers and sisters as we gather here today to worship and to praise I want to turn your attention to the book of 2nd Chronicles 2022 it is written as they begin to sing praise and worship it says that the Lord set ambushes against their enemy I want you to take a moment just to imagine this scene. The power of their praise caused the Lord to take action on their behalf. Amen. The power of praise caused the Lord to take action on their behalf. Scattering the enemies. Bringing them to mass confusion. Now can we lift up the hands and Activate this very power in this place. It is time to declare and believe that today, amen. Want to declare that every enemy in your life is confounded. 
want to declare that whatever challenges you may be facing, whatever struggles you may be enduring, we declare, even as we just lifted our voices in praise, as we just lifted our voices in worship, we decree, we declare, we know that the Lord is setting ambushes against every enemy that dares to stand against you. You see, the power of our praise is a weapon. I said the power of our praise is a weapon. The power of praise is a weapon against the enemy. You know what? Today we will see the victory, amen? Because the same Lord that will fit the people of Judah when they praise, that same Lord is here. And the Lord is a spirit, amen? And that Holy Spirit is here, amen? And so we decree, we declare that every enemy targeting your mind, every enemy targeting your marriage, every enemy targeting your finances, every enemy targeting your children, targeting your health, we declare by the power, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, they are defeated. They are defeated in the powerful name of Jesus. Now open up your mouth and shout the victory praise in this place. I said shout the victory praise in this place. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Clap your hands with me. Come on, clap, clap, clap. And someone said, when you're clapping, clap like the devil's head is between your hands. Come on and clap unto the Lord. We clap our hands in unison, but we clap our hands in adoration. Hey, the way your life is about to be shifted, everyone will know that God did it. The way is going to move. They will know had it not been for the Lord on our side, where would we have been, amen? I saw liberty today. I don't know about you, but I didn't come here for an ordinary service. I come here for an extraordinary service, an encounter with the Holy One of Israel, amen? And His name is, His name is, His name is, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Hey, I'm anticipating a supernatural breakthrough to overtake and manifest in all of your lives. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? You're expectation this morning shall not be disappointed. Clap your hands one more time unto him. Clap your hands to the one who answered prayers. The one who dried your tears. The one when you didn't know how you would have made it. He stepped in the nick of time and he made a way where it seems to be no way. Amen. And he's our God. He's our Savior. He's our King. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Today we are more than conquerors. I said we are overcomers. We are conquerors in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. We are in the house of the Lord. This is a house of miracles. This is a house of breakthrough. This is a house of signs and wonders. And as a matter of fact, turn to the person next to you and tell them you are a wonder. Praise the living Jesus. Hey, 
This is not just a mere church. This is a family. I said, this is a family. This is the family of God. And we are so excited. We are so glad. We are so happy to see each and every one of you be a part of this beautiful, great, amazing family. Praise God. We want to welcome you. Please take your seats. We want to welcome you. We love you. We thank you. You look beautiful. You look amazing. We welcome you in the balcony. We welcome you on the floor. We welcome you all over social media. We love you and thank you for being a part of this amazing service. At this time, I see many beautiful faces, new friends, new guests, new visitors. Can you stand? Let us welcome you and acknowledge you again. Praise the Lord if you're here visiting with us for the fourth. Amen. Praise God. Keep standing for the first, for the second, for the third time. Thank you for standing. Amen. Praise God. Ushers, please greet them and welcome them. Praise God. We are so thankful that you have taken out the time to come here. And like I said, welcome to our family. And if you are looking for a home church, look no farther. Amen. Welcome to our church. And you can be a part of this church and this family. We're here to welcome you with open arms. Praise God. At this time, it's uh, communion uh, Sunday. And I want to invite our brother John uh, Caetano. He will read the scriptures. And uh, sometime, Pastor Joe will come and preside over the communion and team and so forth. So God bless you as you uh, partake in the Lord's Supper. Hallelujah. We, we welcome all of you here today. Uh, they're going to be giving out the Lord's Supper as uh, brother John uh, reads the scripture. Uh, we want to pray over our sins and, and get ourselves clear. So let us pray. Would you bow your heads? Father, in the name of Jesus, as we're about to do this communion, bless the emblems, bless the people of God. If we have sinned, we ask you for pardon. Cover us by the blood. Let us eat and drink worthily this morning. I give you thanks and praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You can remain seated as they give the emblems. Brother John is going to give the scripture. Thank you so much. Good morning, church. Uh, could we stand again one more time? Uh, as the songwriter wrote, uh, you never know what it costs to see our sins upon that cross this morning. I want to thank Jesus for what he did at Calvary. I want to thank him that there's no situation, any things is that living water. He said we have advocated the Father that we can do greater things more than he can because we have him right now and he's alive and well and alive forevermore. Uh, this morning our text will be taken from Luke 22nd. Verse, starting from verse 14. And when the hour, the hour has come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. And he said unto them, with desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I will not anymore and therefore until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Amen. And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, take this. And divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, 
I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took bread and gave thanks and bro broke it and gave, and gave unto them saying, This is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Likewise also the cup after supper saying, This cup is a new and everlasting in the blood which is shed for you. And without the shedding of blood there will be no remissions of sins as you all know. But uh, there's a greater supper that we, we are invited to. It's a marriage supper of the land. Our aim and desire as a church is to be there. God bless. It's the of his word. Amen. Thank you. O Lamb of God, sweet Lamb of God, I love the so you can get the bread. The scripture says, and even as Brother John read the scripture, Jesus took the bread and he broke it. And you know, as I was reflecting on why he would want us to do this, this is not just an act of remembrance there's an act of healing in this place. There is a sweet Holy Spirit that's moving upon you. And as you make this connection to God, God can do miracles that you have never had before. He says he broke the bread and he ate it. Let's eat it together. And if you open up the next piece, the larger one, the silver top, 
to expose the wine. Scripture says that he took the wine and he says, when you drink this, this represents my blood that was shed for you. You do not have to fear when the blood is on your soul. And so I pray now, Lord, as we drink, we will drink worthily for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for it. Let's drink. Keep singing that song. Before we give it in, just, just bow your heads. Just... Oh, Lamb of God, sweet Lamb of God. Healing in this place. I love the whole. It's a sweet, sweet worship. Lamb of God. So wash me. Oh, wash me. Somebody receive from God, receive from God right By now. By Jesus Christ, the, the Lamb of God. Sing it, everybody, lift it up loud. Oh, oh Lamb of God, sweet Lamb of God. Sweet Lamb of God. Oh, I love the together as we sing it one more time as a solidarity. hands and give God a praise as we, amen. We're going to collect this. Somebody shout for your victory. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody shout for your victory. I, I, I believe there's a victory in this place. Hallelujah. Give me a little bit more in this. Father, we're praying today. Somebody shout, we're praying. 
Father, we're praying that we're thankful for Sister Patricia Washington, who's here. She's come home. She's come home. Amen. We, we declare healing, complete healing over that right leg in the name of Jesus, 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 every tissue, every flow of the blood. Sister Claudette Cameron's daughter, Rhonda, who suffered a rapture blood vessel in her head, we pray healing, knit everything back together. Sister Claudette Cameron, we hold to the horns of the altar for your daughter, Rhonda. I pray, God, that you will bring back every blood vessel. Bring it normalized in the name of Jesus. Barry's son, Shaquan, in Albany. I had the privilege of speaking to Barry on the phone just a day or two ago. His son had an accident and his eyes are damaged, his right eyes. 16-year-old boy. So I pray, God, that the healing power and the virtue of God will raise and touch the right eye of Shaquan. In the mighty name of Jesus, Shaquan in Albany, repair, restore, recover the pupil, the iris, the, 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 the every single part of it, oh God. Bring him into this church to give a full report as to the recovery of his eyes. We pray for brother, and, brother Gabe and sister Carol's son, Robert. I pray that you will touch him. Give him a full recovery. I pray God that he will walk well. He will talk well. He will be normalized. And you will use this, uh, this time to reset, recalibrate him to the connection of the presence of God. I pray for the friend Jacob who also fell from the ladder. But you spared Robert's life. And he is talking and alive. But his, his friend Jacob is still in a coma. So can we stretch our hands out and say in the name of Jesus, Jacob, be thou, be thou resurrected from that coma. Get out of that coma, Jacob. And come back to life in the name of Jesus. Jacob, we call you forth. Jacob, we call you forth. We call you forth. Sister Tessa, with severe flu and elevated blood pressure, we pray normalcy over her. Sister Sandra's husband, Courtney, with heart blockages, we pray, God, you will heal him. You will clear every blockage. Before any procedure, amen, before the procedure, you can go in and do your heart transplant, your heart clearing up of the arteries in the name of Jesus. I pray healing in Jesus' name. We pray for Brother Chaman and Sister Dana who lost their dad a couple days ago. I pray that you'll bring comfort to Brother Chaman and Sister Dana, that for the entire family, you will help them, oh God, and you will fill the void, and you will bring peace in their family, and they will know, God, that they can live and see their dad again. I pray for Paul, Ruby's husband. You will give him a speedy recovery. 
I pray, God, that every raptured blood vessel, every bleeding, every single irregularity pumping from the lungs to the brain, to the heart, to the kidneys, to the, to the spine, every single thing, arise and be healed. Paul, in the name of Jesus, somebody believe God in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody believe God. Sister Kathy, we've been praying for back pain. I pray right now, you will give, send the master's touch upon her back in the name of Jesus. Heal her, lift her up from that pain. Kareen Moore, Sister Gaitry, and everyone who is dealing with cancer, every cancer, every cancer victim, every, everyone who has heard the word cancer described and diagnosed upon you, in the name of Jesus, I pray you will burn it up. You will free them up from, from, from stage four, bring it to stage zero. From stage four, bring it to stage zero. From stage three, bring it to zero. From stage two, bring it to zero. Stage one, bring it to zero. Somebody shout, cancer, be there, destroy. For those watching us by television all across this world, from India to Africa to the Caribbean to Guyana, I pray you'll put your hands where the television is or where your social media is. And in the name of Jesus, those who are here, lift your hands if you need a miracle. In the name of Jesus, all across this globe, we pray for the healing angel. Come around right now. Touch. Resurrect. And bring, oh God, a healing wings. Healing wings. Sing a song, man of God. Oh, the presence of God is in this place. Forever he will be. The
Sister Annie James, daughter in the hospital with abdominal pain, Hannah. Hannah, we pray healing over you. I pray normalcy. I pray success. And I pray within 24 hours, a complete turnaround. You are one of God's children. This family has served you, God. Now we call upon you. For the mom and dad, grandmother, and everyone who attends our church and all the family. Hannah, rise and be healed. Sister Nioka, who is going for knee surgery tomorrow. I pray, God, that you will heal that knee even before the surgeons go in. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I don't want everybody to come. I just need seven persons to run quickly. Who need a healing? One, two, three, four, five, six. One more, one more. Sing like never before on my soul. Worship is holy The sun comes up It's a new day dawning It's time to sing Your song again Whatever may pass And whatever lies me Let me be singing when the evening comes. Let the Lord of my soul, oh my soul, worship His only name. because you're not here the healing power is not touching you they are representing something greater than themselves this whole church plus the whole global audience that's watching us they represent us so man of God sing and stand with me as we go through sing Lord, oh my soul oh my soul oh, my soul. oh, my soul. oh yes Lord yes God says that your troubles, your worries that you've had, the worries that you've had in the name of Jesus, I'm declaring it. I'm declaring a remedy. I'm declaring a power over you. I'm declaring power and a remedy over you in the name of Jesus. Out of your bellies shall flow rivers of water. Yes, Lord, yes. God says right now, God sent you to this place for, for a healing of your mind and a healing of your spirit. So in the name of Jesus, I pray, God, you will now speak into his life. Man of God, 
2023 is turmoil in your life, but God says, I'm resetting you, and this year is going to be greater. This year, God says, I'm going to make you the head and not the tail. I'm going to deliver you out of your troubles. Woman of God, he says now in the name of Jesus, every suffering, every suffering, Every suffering in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Every suffering, yeah, let it, let it go, let it go, let it. Every suffering in the name of Jesus. God says it right now. You've had different ups and downs. But God says this year is going to be a year of settlement. Your mind is going to be settled because it has been running to and fro. He says, this year I'm going to settle. And today I'm going to do a settlement in your life. I'm going to reorganize and reset you. In the name of Jesus, lift your hands, lift your hands. In the name of Jesus, I pray, oh God, a resettlement. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. A prayer resettlement right now. Yes, God, right now, in the name of Jesus. God says, I'm about to touch you. I'm about to deliver you in the name of Jesus. I'm about to give you power. I'm about to resurrect you in the name of Jesus. I'm about to give you power, resurrect. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. God says, now you have been the connector for your family. You have been the one who will be carrying a lot of burdens. God says, you've been the one who, who I'm going to bow I'm going to give you a miracle in the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. God says right now in the name of Jesus, yes, you're going to release everything. And now this is going to finalize your miracle in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, finalize your miracle. Yes, yes, yes. God says I'm about to heal. I'm about to heal. I'm about to heal. I'm healing right now in the name of Jesus. Everything that has bothered you, everything that has caused you trouble and destruction, everything that has uh, made pains in your in your in your in, in in your heart, and every connection in the name of Jesus, I'm giving it to you back. I'm giving it to you in the name of Jesus. So right now, your knee, your body. Do a work
Come on, somebody give God glory. comes up there's a new day dawning it's time to see again whatever Across the television audience, across social media, everyone who's here, lift your hands right now. The power of God transfix you. The power of God connect with you. The healing waters that are stirred here today will transfix you right now. Somebody who's standing here in, the, in God's presence. Yes, yes. The Holy Spirit is moving upon you in the name of Jesus. Somebody receive from God. Somebody shout, I'm about to receive. Somebody receive. shout, I'm about to receive. Yes. Miracles are coming. Everyone receive from God. Let the power of God flow into your life. Anointed. Rise in be anointing. Rise in be let the power of the Holy Ghost rise in me. Anointing rise in me. Come on, now there's a receiving. Lift your hands. to know one thing those who are new those who are coming those who've been here there's only one star out of this house hallelujah. that is him hallelujah some of you follow us some of you have seen the man of God on social media across singing you love the worship you've seen me preach across don't you ever come for us that's right. I want you to come for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. That's I it. want you to come for the Holy Ghost. Yes. Somebody shout Jesus. Jesus. It is through him 
that we have the grace and the power to do anything. Hallelujah. And it's true. And I'm going to declare. Can I declare something to you? Come on, declare it. That God is going to do a transfers of power today. Yes. Come on, somebody. God's doing a transfers of power. It's not only going to be here. It's going to be upon you. Yes. It's going to be upon you. I it's going to be upon you. It's going to be upon I this entire, this entire I place. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout I declare it over your mama. I declare it over your daddy. I declare it over your children. I declare it over the church. Somebody.
Some people, your background is a little different from this. I know some people like a quiet place. But every place I have seen the presence of God move, a lot of them, no, he does come in a quiet spirit. But at Pentecost, they were shaking. There was, there was tumbling. At Mount Sinai, there was the clouds rolling back. There was the roar of God. When, when Jehoshaphat had armies, three nations trying to overrun his country. He says, I don't know what to do, but my eyes are upon you. And you know who he called? He called the worshipers out. Yeah! He called the praisers out. That's right. And they shouted when Jericho wall had to come down. They kept quiet for six days, but on the seventh day, they kept a bunch of noise. Can I get yeah. some noise in this place? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, this is some place. This is some place. This is a place where the Holy Ghost meets with us. This is, a, this is a place where God meets with us. This is a place for healing, deliverance, and setting free. You can't come in here and leave the same way. You have to leave with some fire upon you. And, uh, you know, you may be asking, do we have space for more? I want you to tell... I want you to tell your friends and your family what God is doing here. Bring them, let them catch a fire. And maybe they belong somewhere, but let them come catch a fire and take it back where they come from. Because what God is doing out of this little soul-saving station is for us, I'm not looking to add all the members in New York. I'm looking to just let the fire catch so they can catch New York a fire. And they can go back. We have pastors coming to catch the fire. We have people who, have, who say, I need a little resetting in my life. And you know me as a pastor. I'm not looking for, oh, you got to be tied down here. Just come catch the fire and take it back where you came from. And if God asks you to stay, only if, then you stay. But if not, catch the fire and go right back where you came from. Amen. Because God has called us for something unique out of this place. Our time is limited. Our time is limited. And so we want to do some unusual, some different things in the body of Christ. Not against the scriptures, but to help many people catch the fire of God. So turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm in a place where the fire is falling. And I have a responsibility to get others in to catch the fire. Come on and give God a praise. One of our, one of our members, Sister uh, 
uh, well, you come. You come into Juicer, and then I'll come up uh, and give the word. I have a word for you, and it is, it is regarding the three warnings for time, three warnings. And I'm going to use the scripture, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walking about and seeking whom he may devour. And I'm going to use how Job he experienced this, but how he overcame it. Amen. So you get your Bibles in a while. Go ahead. Are you still happy to be in the house of the Lord? Yeah. Amen. This is a house of miracles. When we, we said earlier that this will not be an ordinary service, and we had faith in our hearts. Amen. And God showed up, and he is here, and he's still moving. And this is also a house of praise. I see you dancing, rejoicing, celebrating. I heard someone said that praise is a down payment you paid for the rent that is due. Amen. I'm here to tell some of you your rent is due. After all you've been seeing and witnessing experience here, you need to praise God because your rent is due. Amen. At this time, we have a wonderful, amazing praise report. And we want to invite Sister Patricia. She's going to testify for us. Hallelujah. I just want to give God thanks this morning. I want to thank him for his grace, for his mercy. I thank all of you who have been praying for me. I've been going through so much from since last year, October, when I had to do two surgeries. I did an angiogram two days after it failed. Two days after the angiogram, after it failed, they did a bypass surgery in my leg where they had to cut one leg and take out a vein and put it in the other leg, and they did that surgery. And I was in so much pain. And after the new year, I remember, I went to, I, I, I was sitting in my chair on New Year's Day, and I was giving God thanks, reflecting for all the things God had done for myself and my family. And I said, God, I said, this year... I want to praise you. I want to get closer to you. I want to rededicate my life to you. I just want to know you more. I want to worship you in everything that I do. And I remember on the, the 8th of January, I went back to work. And uh, I worked that week. And on the Friday, I got this terrible pain again in my leg. And I said, let me go back to the hospital. I went back to the hospital on that Friday. And the doctors, they came, they checked, they looked. And not knowing that they, what they were planning, but God had a bigger plan for me. And I remember sending out the SOS. I sent out to the prayer warriors in this church. I sent it out to Sister Rachel. I sent it out. And I know that the church was praying. I know everyone was praying. My son came. We prayed. We were praying. I was trusting God, and I was holding on to God. And after the second day I was in the hospital, after they admit me, they put me on blood thinners. The next day, two doctors walk into my room. My husband was just getting ready to leave, and the doctor walked up to my bed. And he said, Miss Washington... 
We did the angiogram. It failed. We did the bypass surgery. It failed. So your only option is to amputate your leg. And we will give you a new leg. And I looked at him. My husband looked at him. And I said to him in his face, I said, doctor, that is not going to happen. Just like that. I, I was so strong. I said, that's not going to happen. And like, I didn't, I didn't worry. I wasn't any flustered. But my phone rang a few minutes after it was my sister's um, Carol. And we normally, anytime, any situation, we pray together. And I said, Carol, this is what the doctor said. She said, the blood of Jesus. Let him keep that foot for himself. Because how he was telling me, like, if you could buy the foot out of the store, we will give you a new leg. And we rebuke it in the name of Jesus, and we prayed on it. And I called Sister Rachel, and I told her, and we prayed. And they continued to give me the, the blood thinners. I was still in the hospital. Four days after, they, they sent me home because I wasn't having it. Two other doctors came in, and they said, oh, they planned a surgery for you. I said, no surgery was planned for me. And then they went out, and the, doc the doctor asked the other one, was there a surgery? She said, yes, they planned to amputate her foot, but she refused. But I was listening to them. But they sent me home with medication, injection. I had to inject myself twice a day and all this medication. I had to go to the clinic. And then the doctor at the clinic said they give you the wrong dose of medication. All the medication I was using, it was for no benefit. She, they give me the wrong dosage. It was just to keep me in pain, going, 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 so I can go back there. So anyway, the doctor changed the dosage, and then I had to go and see her. So the Tuesday, I went and see the doctor, and she said, oh, your foot is swollen, your foot is cold, you need to go back to the emergency room. I said, doctor, do I have to go back right there? She said, yes, because they have your records. But once I leave there, I know that my God was going to lead me somewhere else. Because we have to have wisdom in everything we do. And I know they were waiting for me to come back for them to say, see what we told you? You would be in pain all the time. And I decided I was not going back to that emergency room. I decided to go to Mount Sinai in Manhattan Hospital. And I, in fact, before I went there, I, had, I was praying. And I was praying, my house became a house of prayer. I was walking the floor in the night. When my husband is sleeping, I'm walking from the living room to the bedroom. I'm praying one night, I get down on my knees and I say, God, give me a sign. Tell me something. Why am I in all this pain? And a still small voice said to me, call Miss Dawes. That's one of my coworkers. And the morning I called her because her husband did the same surgery. I said, Ms. Dawes, I was waiting for day clean, 6.30. I said, where did your husband go for the surgery? She said, Mount Sinai Hospital. She said, I'm going to give you his number, and you can call him so you can get in touch with his vascular surgeon. And she gave me the number. And she gave him my number. And I waited. About 8.30, he called me. He said, I'm going to call my doctor, my vascular surgeon. And, and he will tell me what to do. In the meantime, I had to go to the hospital that same day. 
And I went to Mount Sinai Hospital not knowing who the doctor was. About 10 o'clock in the morning, I got a text from her husband saying, the doctor is going to come and see you. He said, don't let them do anything major until he see you. And I got that text in my phone. But then about 4 o'clock, I think Sister Rachel called and she said, Pastor is going to call you anytime after 4. This time the hospital, they will have no beds. It was like a war zone. People were all over. No way to put people were in the hallway on stretchers all over. And I'm there. No room for nobody. Pastor call and pray with me. Let me show you the God favor. Pastor call and pray with me. Five minutes after Pastor pray with me. A cubicle opened for me. And, I, and the, the, my nurse came and said, Miss Washington, the transportation is here for you. I said, for me? He said, yes. I said, for where? He said, you have to go up on the sixth floor. They're moving you out of here. I said, the sixth floor? When I got up to the sixth floor, there was no bed. They actually made a room. They took screens and made a room for me by myself, not far from the nurse's station. Favor. God give me favor. Amen. And Amen. the doctor and the nurses take the band off my hand and put on another band. When I looked at the band, the doctor that named for my friend's husband was on that band. Praise the Lord. And he decided he was my doctor and he, he scheduled surgery for the next day. Never saw Amen. him. Never talked to him. He scheduled my surgery for the next day. Hallelujah. God is great. Yes. And let me tell you, the next day, they came, they did that surgery, the doc, at the end, when I came out, the doctors came, they said the surgery was successful, we opened up all the... Come on, give him a praise the in veins. his house. He said, we opened up all the veins, your blood is flowing, everything is good, and I want to thank God for up to today. Hallelujah. Walk on Come on and clap foot. for the Lord I in this place. Talk, Amen. I can walk and I can wow. praise God. I know the enemy wants to take me out because I am going to be a force for him to reckon with. Yes. But the enemy cannot take me out. No. I'm a child of God. Praise and the I Lord. I live on his word. Psalms. Psalms 34, 19, that many are the affliction of the righteous, but the Lord promised to deliver us from them Hallelujah. all. Amen. And he will keep our bones from being broken. God is to be praised. Amen. Continue to praise him and trust him because I have seen the hands of yes. God work on my behalf. Yes. I'm still not too strong strong on the foot, but God promised to perfect that which comes me. Amen. He's a faithful and I God. Know he's going to do it for me. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Whose report shall Hallelujah. you believe? Hallelujah. We shall believe Hallelujah. the report Hallelujah. of the Lord. Amen. We shall receive. We shall believe the report yes. of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Ladies and gentlemen, can I invite you one more time to please stand with me? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now for the main feature in the word. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we have an outstanding bishop and leader of this house. He's a dedicated man, a dynamic man, a strategic preacher, God's mouthpiece and messenger. Amen. And today we want to invite him to come as he's bearing the oracles of God, ready to impart a message that is not only sharp, but powerful and also transformational. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Let's welcome this great, incredible August man of God, or a bishop, Pastor Joe Basad. God bless you all. Hallelujah. Prepare to receive from the Lord. Hallelujah. Worthy is your name, Jesus. You deserve the praise. Worthy is your name. Worthy is your name, Jesus. You deserve the praise. Worthy is your name. Worthy is your name, Jesus. You deserve the praise. everyone here lift your hands God is moving and he's touching now father I pray that the word will come home to our hearts and I pray that you will make a way for everyone who's here on this first Sunday in February I pray that we will have a great start a great end serving notice that we will have the best year that we've ever had. Thank you, you now, in Jesus' name. Remain standing. Job chapter 1 and verses 6. I want us to remember Jonathan in prayer. He's right now probably speaking at a service in Guyana. And I'm told that Heads of state is in that service. Young man preaching to the to big government officials. Stuff that we don't have the opportunity. The next generation is having opportunities. So would you pray for him? That God will allow him to speak the oracles of God. And even men and women who are of high caliber could find Christ today in that service. You never know how God can move. Job chapter 1. And verses 6. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan also came among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Satan answered the Lord and says, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down. And the Lord said unto Satan, Has thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, 
one that feared God and eschewed evil? Satan answered the Lord and says, the Job fear God for nothing? Has now has not thou made a hedge about him and around his house and about all that he had on every side and thou hast blessed the work of his hands and his substance and increased the land? But put forth thine hand now and touch all that he had and he will curse thee to thy face. Job is challenging God and says, he got all of this, but take it away. I am telling you, he will curse you. Curse, Satan says, he will curse you, God, because you have done this to him. And the Lord said unto Satan, behold, all that he had is in thy power. All the material things. Only upon himself, put not thine hand forth. When he says, Upon him, don't you touch his soul, don't you touch his spirit. So Satan went from the presence of the Lord. And then the Bible talks about after that, his children died, his assets were taken away. And Job was left naked before God with an affliction upon his body. And then I want to read a text, 1 Peter chapter 5 and verses 8. 1 Peter 5 and 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion, walking about, seeking home he may devour. You may be seated. The enemy does not like you to have success. As a matter of fact, the higher heights you go is the more you will encounter tribulations and trials from the enemy. But the devil has a trick up of his sleeve. He feels that if the things of this world is taken away from you, that you're going to fold like a $1 bill. He has that bet and he's after you to take things away from you. Somebody I was speaking with just the other day says the Christianity that people have today is a counterfeit water wash Christianity because all people are looking for in the church is the things that they can get. But I believe I have some people here this morning. You didn't come just for the things that you can get. You came because you love God. I can't hear from you. I need some people to shout hallelujah. You came not because you want another car. You came not because you need another house. You came just because you love the Lord, your God. With all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. And you love your neighbor just like yourself. Now if you do not have that level of Christianity, don't be afraid. A lot of people don't have that level of Christianity. A lot of people, they're only serving God just for what they can get. Can I get a healing? Yes, I love God. 
Can I get, can, can, can the church, can the church get me some money? Yes, then I'll serve God. Can, can, can the church give me a position? Then I will serve God. I, what the church needs today is not more material things, but the church need more people who will seek the face of God with their tears, with their strength, with their entire being, and say whether I have anything or whether I don't have everything. I love the Lord my God with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my strength. And I will die that way, whether you take it or leave it. I will die like that. Where are the Christians who used to just love God under the bottom house? The mud for a floor. The rice bag for a curtain. And you didn't have a lot. But you had the peace of God upon your life. We didn't have a lot of lights. We didn't have a lot of music. We didn't have carpeting. We didn't have all kinds of accoutrement. But man, we love God just for who he is. We didn't need him to appear in the sky and give us a thousand dollars. The church needs to get back to loving God with all their heart, with all their soul, with all their mind. Not for the things of this world, but for loving him for who he is. When Jesus was resurrected and he meets Peter and the disciples in John chapter 21, I think it is, on the seashore of Galilee. And he turns to Peter and he says, lovest thou me? And he says, feed my lambs. And then he says again, Peter, lovest thou me? He says, feed my sheep. And then Peter says, in his mind, that was enough. Jesus comes back again. You see, the whole idea of Christianity is do you love me for who I am and not for the things that you can get? Peter, I'm not going to give you fish and bread. Peter, I'm not going to give you a life of better roses. But do you love me? Can you go all the way to Calvary? Can you take up your cross and follow me? And he went back to Peter and he said a third time, Peter, do you love me? Peter says, you know, Lord, why are you asking me? And he said a second time, feed my sheep. The answers were very prophetic. He says, feed my lambs one time. And he says, feed my sheep twice. The prophetic communication in the answer that Jesus gives, gives an entire explanation of the human condition. Because when you feed lambs, they're easy to move. They're easy to train. What God is looking for, he's looking for some lambs in the kingdom of God. He's looking for some lambs who are new and are willing to hear the voice of God. When a shepherd calls a lamb, when a shepherd brings the lamb, he doesn't... Blah, blah. No, he goes like a lamb to the slaughter. Here's what the church needs. The church needs some innocent lambs who is ready to serve God with purity, innocence, and sincerity, and integrity. That's what the church needs. And so when he answered prophetically, he answered prophetically, and he said in the last two questions, feed my sheep. 
But why does he say it twice? It's because a lamb now turns a sheep. And the innocence now turns to adulthood. And the sincerity and the, and, and the, and the sheer uh, childlike spirit shifts from a, from a lamb now to a sheep. And a sheep sometimes could have a hard ears. And a sheep sometimes does not want to hear. And a sheep sometimes will have a hard time following the shepherd. So when he says to Peter, feed my sheep twice, he's telling Peter, when I leave and I go up to heaven, you're going to have to deal with the people. And some of them are going to be hard. And you're going to need to go to them not once, but you're going to need to deal with them twice. High five your neighbor and say, I know how to deal with people. then high five your neighbor and say sometimes we can be hard hearted sometimes we can be hard ears because all we want is our own way all we like sang it together all we like sheep have gone astray do you see the connection now when he says, feed my sheep twice, he's saying them sheep going astray. But I want you to high five your neighbor and say, God's bringing you back into the fold. God's bringing you back into the fold. And he's bringing you back into the fold. This is a new day. This is a new dawning. This is a new month. And he's bringing you back with as a, a lamb to the slaughter. With innocence. Here's what God is saying. He's saying, I need you to drop your pretension. Do you know that people enter into the church world for a lot of reasons? Some come to find a husband. Tell your neighbor that's not me. Some come to find a wife. Tell your neighbor that's not me. Some come to see how much is in the offering plate. Tell your neighbor that's not me. Some come to see what kind of noise we keep in here. Tell your neighbor that's not me. But we need some people who are going to come just for the love of God. Come on, somebody. Just for the love of God. Can I get a witness this morning that you've come just for the love of God? The love of God is all that I'm coming for. I didn't come to see what new suit Pastor Joe wear. I didn't come to see what new accoutrement is in the place. I just came to see God. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. So one of the first things I want you to know is the devil is a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. That is, that is warning number one. The devil is a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. The Bible says in Job chapter 1, he says he had a conversation with the devil in verses 7. He says, Satan, put it in verse 7, where were you? It's like Adam. Adam, where are thou? And let me tell you. God has power over Adam, God has power over the devil, and God has power over you. He is all-powerful, he's almighty, 
He's omnipotent. He made everything, and in him was nothing made which was made. He is the word that came down into flesh. And he turns to, to Job, and, uh, to, to the devil, and he says, where were you? And, and, and the devil, he, you know, the devil can't lie before God because God knows everything. You, you, can lie, you can lie against me, you can lie against him, but you can't lie against God. As a matter of fact, if you lie against God, the devil knows how dangerous it is. Man of God, he didn't lie. He says, I was to and fro in this earth. I was up and down. So here is what it tells you about the positioning of the devil. The devil not only moves horizontally, but the devil moves vertically. Come on, I go a little deeper than that. Oh, the devil is explaining, and he don't understand. He's not only explaining himself, but he's exposing himself. There are some people, minister him right, when they come up here and they're in demon possession, they'll expose themselves. Who are you? Well, I am the devil. Because why? The devil knows when the men and women of God are around them. They got to speak the truth. Have you ever dealt with a demon possession case? And they say, who's speaking? I am speaking. I took her body over. I want to kill her. Because the devil knows he cannot lie in the house of God. And I came to tell you that if the devil knows he cannot lie, then who are you for you to be able to come in the house of God and speak the truth and ready to give up yourself before God? He says, where did you come from? He says, I came to and fro and that is horizontal and I came up and down walking up and down do you know that there's some people who are possessed like with the devil and you want to know what happened to them they are imitating the devil where you been gal I've been up and down Liberty Avenue I've been back and forth and you know why there is no peace inside of them so they gotta go all over they're searching for peace they're looking for happiness they're looking for a fix ask the drug addict where you been <laughs> wipe his face <laughs> spray some cologne because he just took two puffs of marijuana <laughs> come on somebody he took a little puff of the And, 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 and you could see it in his eyes, you know. <laughs> but, but then that's why he's wearing here. She's wearing dark glasses. <laughs> Hallelujah. Y'all think Pastor Joe don't know much. <laughs> I know the tricks. And, uh, and, but, but where they came from? They're walking to and fro. They're walking up and down. I came to tell notice to the enemy. That enough is enough. You cannot hold God's people a, a, a hostage and get them going here and there and everywhere. An unstable man, an unst a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You run to and fro, the devil is going to catch you when you go here. The devil is going to catch you when you go there. But stay under a covering and let the devil know you don't only come against me, but you got to go through that man. You got to go through that man. You got to go through that man. Amen. You got 
got to go through, for we got a cloud of witnesses together. You can't touch God's anointed. You're going to have to go through some people. High five your neighbor and say, he got to go through some people before he gets to me. And the reason why many people are crying and having turmoil in their life is because they're naked before God. Naked means they're naked, not, not before God, they're naked before the devil. They have no hedge. They have no covering. And notice what, what God says. He says, I'm going to take away part of the hedge just for a season. And I want to prove you wrong, devil. Because the devil says, you take away your protection from Job, he will curse you and die. And God says, I will tell you that I still have an upright man who will not go after me for the things that he has. He will go after me because he loves me. I want you to know that God is about to put you before the devil. Come on, are you hearing what I'm saying? Can I go deeper than this now? God's about to put some of us before the devil. And I don't want you to shake and I don't want you to get trembly because God got your back. He didn't pull his hands away from you. But sometimes he allows the enemy to do certain things to see how much you love him. But God is about to tell you for everything that the enemy stole from you, he's about to give it back to you. It's only temporary. It was taken away from you. But God says, I got a cloud around you. I got a hedge around you. And when I am ready to bless you, no man can curse you. Can I get a witness this morning? Can I go a little more in this? There are some people, Minister Abraham, who they're serving God. And all of a sudden, part of the hedge is taken away. And they don't know what to do. I wonder if God left me. I wonder if I should give up now. I've been paying my tithes. I've been coming to church. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. And, 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 and what is happening to me? Well, I mean, let me tell you something. Keep on keeping on in the old-fashioned way. Keep on keeping on in the way of the Lord. Because the race is not for the swift. But the race is for those who can endure to the end. Weeping may endure for a night. Come on, can you preach with me? But joy comes in the morning. Who am I speaking with? I'm speaking to some people who have been through some weeping. I'm speaking to some people who have been through some torture. I'm speaking to some people who have been through the fire. But you ain't giving up. Give me a mic. Give me a mic there. Give me a mic. Come on, Mahes. Give me a mic there. Hallelujah. I ain't giving up. I ain't giving up nothing. I ain't giving up my salvation. Not my salvation. I ain't giving up my salvation. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. We need a staff to pay attention. Oh, come on. Oh, glory to God. I ain't going to be shaken. I ain't going to be moved. Touch my body. Touch my hair. Touch my body. Touch my toes. Touch my right foot. But you can't touch 
the soul that God has given me. I am blessed. I am blessed. I don't care. I don't care if I got a limp into the house of God. I don't care if I got a stumble into the house of God. I was glad when they said unto me, let us somebody shout hallelujah let us let us go into the house of god i need some people to shh yes hallelujah watch this job was at the pinnacle of his success people have a false sense of security that when they're at their pinnacle they believe there is nothing else for them to have but the higher you go is the farther you will fall so be careful who you tramp under as you're going up the ladder because them same people who you trample about as you are climbing the ladder are the same people who gonna have to hold you as you come down your ladder is there anybody ready to come down from your ladder is there anybody ready to say the lord give it and the lord take it blessed be the name of the lord i didn't come to the house of god i didn't serve god for the sticks and the stones and the bread and the fish i came to serve god because i know he loved me first and he gave his life for me and on calvary's cross he shed his blood for me that when i could not go to him he came to me ah he came to me in the hospital room he came to me when the boss wanted to fire me he came to me when my child was sick he came to me when they said i had cancer he came to me high five two people and say he came to me come i can't hear you he came to me he came to me he came to me when my children ran away he came to me when my church turned their back on me he came to me when my boss gave me a pink slip he came to me when my fellow co-workers stopped having my back and i thought they loved me but they didn't love me they hated me but he came to me come on yeah he came to me how many people told you man of god your voice and your singing you need to go into 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 the worldly songs you can make more money that way how many people told you give up on that church thing because you're gonna stay a, a papa and in poverty but you didn't come into this to get money you didn't come into this for fame you didn't come into this so that you could have all the things of this world you come just because you remember the message your daddy preached you remember those old-fashioned times when he says would you give your life to god not to get the things of this world but to get eternal life through jesus christ and that's what the church needs 
The church needs more preaching on eternal life through Jesus Christ. When the church starts to talk about eternal life through Jesus Christ, then people are going to have less trouble with the church. They're going to have less trouble with their family. They're going to have less trouble with their job. And they're going to say, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But you're going to know who the devil is. For he's a formidable enemy. And Peter said it well. He says, I want you to know that the devil is like a roaring lion seeking home he may devour first peter chapter 5 and verse 8 and he says because of that be sober be vigilant for your adversary tell your neighbor i got an adversary and be careful how close you are to your adversary some people they got their foot in the church on sunday but monday they're playing pagua y'all help me now oh y'all gonna y'all gonna throw me out <laughs> thank you sir Sunday you love God Monday you eating things offered to idols oh help me now Lord somebody say ouch if I don't preach it who else gonna preach it if this is the only place to preach it, then we're going to be the only place to preach it. Why it is that they say, outside of this place, when they introduce me, this Pastor Joe is leading one of the fastest growing churches. It's not because we're playing with God. It's because God trusts us to preach the truth and to let the people know. So your blood is not in my hands. I got to tell you, you can't live one way on Sunday and live the other way on Monday. You smile with somebody on Sunday and then you cut them in the back on Tuesday. Somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, come on, I can't hear you. Your adversary is a roaring lion. Let me tell you about a lion. A lion is a bully. He will come like ready to tear you apart. But I was reading, man of God, how do you scare a lion? You don't stand back and cry. <laughs> you stand up to the lion. Ah, you make some noise. And if you have a little bucket, hit the bucket. Bing, 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 bing. If you got a little sauce, but hit it hard. Shout. And if you know who to shout, I bet you, you better shout Jesus. And here is what they say, how to, how to fight the lion. Don't turn your head against the lion. Watch the lion right in his eyes. Watch the lion right in. Tell your neighbor, I'm watching the devil right in his eye. Some of you are afraid of the, of, 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 the, of the devil. You take the lights off in the night. You want to know which, which jumbie going to come. 
You want to know which, which obia going to go through the lights from today? Tell any obia man, any baku man, any jumbie man, I'm watching you in your eyes. High five your neighbor and say, I'm watching you. I'm watching you in your eyes. He says, watch the devil. Watch the lion in their eyes. And let them know you ain't afraid. Because the lion can read your body language and read your attitude through your eyes. Your eyes will tell fear. Your eyes will tell discouragement. But watch the devil in his eyes and say in the name of Jesus, get thee behind me, Satan. For it is written, men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceed out of the mouth of God. Watch him in his eyes. Somebody shout, I'm watching. Oh, somebody shout, I'm watching. Take them two fingers and shout, watching. I'm watching. I'm not afraid of the terror that flyeth by day, nor for the arrow that causeth destruction. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand. It shall not come nigh thee, only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked all. Somebody shout. Come on, I need some people to shout hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. You know why God is going to bless you? Because you're connected to this place? It's because the anointing falls from the top. We ain't got no quarrels at the top. Come on somebody. There ain't nobody who trying to be boss at the top. Because my Lord Jesus Christ is the boss at the top. Come on somebody. And I'm not going to take Pastor Mahe's job. Although we need to give him some more mics. And I ain't going to take Minister Imran's job. He can do it better than I can ever do it. I wasn't born for that. He was born for that. And I ain't going to take my daddy's job. He was born to be Moses. Stand on the mountain. And if you raise his hands, we shall confirm. Stand on the mountain. And if you raise Moses' hands, we shall be victorious. Somebody shout hallelujah. High five your neighbor and say, I ain't taking your job. Because the anointing flows from the top right down to the bottom. Somebody shout. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. Can I go a little bit more? So the devil is a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. That's, that's warning number one. Warning number two, even the very elect shall be deceived. Come on, somebody. The Bible says in the last days, there shall be scoffers and mockers and lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. And even the very elect shall be deceived. Can I go a little more? You know who was deceived? Job's wife. Watch out for them people who right around you. Because they could pull you down. Well, turn to your wife or turn to your friend. And say, if it's your wife, you, you say wife. Or if it's your friend, turn to your friend. Say, friend, 
trust me in this one. I'm not going to put you down anyway. Say, friend. But you're all a little quiet to me now. Friend. You will not take me down. Because God has his hands on you. But tell your friend, friend. Watch out for those close to you. Because if some of them close to you are going to cause you to give up on God. But tell your friend, friend, I ain't giving up on God. I don't care who tells me to give up on God. I don't care if my wife tells me. I don't care if my husband tells me. I don't care if the church tells me. I don't care if my children tells me. I don't care if the board tells me. I don't care which rich man come in my life. Can I stick a pin right there? You know how much people follow God. But when some fancy, smooth talking, high walking, three piece suit wagging, briefcase carrying, eyes swinting, comes and sweep you off of your feet, you forget God, you forget Bible. You forget prayers. You forget everything. But we need a next generation who is not going to forget who God is to you. You're going to hold to the horns of the altar and say, if God be for me, who can be against me? I need some people to say, I am claiming the next generation. He says... The very elect shall be deceived. In Job chapter 2 and verses 9. Why don't you put it up there? Let's go here. Verse 6 of Job 2 verse 6. And the Lord said unto Satan. Behold he is in my hand. But save his life. He is in my hand. But you can't touch his life. You may take him to the edge. But you can't take his soul. Am I speaking to some people who. The devil has toyed with you. And taking you to the edge. And you want to know how confused. And how, how can you get out of it. Let me stick a pin right there. You all know the story. I've told you the story about the man. Who was trying to go to church. And he was trying to go to church. His horse got sick and he couldn't go use his horse. So he says to his neighbor, neighbor, can you lend me your horse? The neighbor says, yes, I'll lend you my horse. But this horse, you can't say ho, ho, ho and he'll stop. You can't say gallop, gallop, gallop and the horse is going to go. He says, when you want the horse to gallop and go fast, say praise the Lord. And the horse understands the voice of, of praising the Lord. He keeps going. And when you want the horse to stop, you got to say amen. He says, that's easy. I go to church and I say praise the Lord, amen all the time. So as he's going down, he's going down, praise the Lord. And the horse keeps going fast and fast. And he looks at his time. Church about to start at 10 o'clock. And he's five minutes before church. Five minutes to 10. And he needs to get in there. So he says, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And he keeps going. And then he's approaching the church. And he forgets. How to stop the horse. 
So he starts, hey, ho, 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 and the horse don't know. And he remembers there is a cliff beyond the church that this road leads to a cliff. So he starts to pray, dear God, you know I took this horse to go to church. And I can't remember how to stop this horse. I ask you now, Lord, help me and give me the words so I can stop the horse. In the name of Jesus, amen. So when he said amen, it was just before the cliff. And then when he said amen, out of him, when you, when you want to celebrate, he says, praise the Lord. It's a joke. Tell your neighbor, we can have a little joke in the church. When he said, praise the Lord, the horse went right over. He says, verse 7. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with boils. Not the regular boils, sore boils. And the sole of his foot onto his crown. So it's like he couldn't walk. It was hard to walk. It was painful. His body was hurting him. And he took a potsherd to scrape himself. And he sat down among the ashes. You ever had a boil? And you scrape it? No, y'all don't play so, so nice with me. Y'all be squeezing them boils. It's all right. As a matter of fact, my kids were growing up and they have a little boil. I tell Rain, bring me the boil. I'll squeeze it. And they used to run away from me. I don't want daddy to squeeze my boil. But he had boils from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. And verses 9. Then his wife said unto him, Does thou still have integrity? Curse God and die. You are a man of uprightness. People respect you. Look who you are now. Curse God and die. Advice number two. Even the very elect are going to be deceived in this last days. People who you never expected to drop God is going to drop God. People who you never expected to give up on their ministry are going to give up on their ministry. People who you never expected to act the way they're acting are going to be used by the devil and behave in an uncircumcised, radical, extreme, crazy way because the devil will take a hold of them. Have you ever seen anybody behave and you say, eh, it's what happened to she now. It's not what happened to she now. It's the devil took a hold of her. What happened to he now is the devil took a hold of him. Have you ever been married? And you've been married for a while. And suddenly this sweet, gentle, handsome man turns a crooked cussbird. But it is not him. It's the devil that took him over. 
And so God is saying in this day and age, the very elect is going to be deceived. And man and God, who closer than your own household to come and discourage you at the moment when you need encouragement? There are people who are supposed to hold your hand up when your, your back is against the wall. But they don't hold your hand up. They kick you. They stamp on you. And they throw you to the ground because you got nothing to give them. A true friend will not leave you if you got nothing to give them. A true friend will be with you whether you got anything or not. I can't hear you this morning. There are people who only love you because you can help them. Tell your neighbor, this is true. They'll only come and shake your hands and hug you. And then tomorrow you get a call from them. Well, you know, sis, I was a mentor to talk. And sometimes they fumble. But I want to ask you something. Can you lend me a thousand dollars? Yeah. Some people only know how to fleece you, use you, refuse you, kick you to the curb. But you are going to know, I don't care who it is, I'm standing strong in the Lord. I'm going to close. I have to close. Maybe I'll have to finish this off next week. But I will tell you something. Here is what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you that even your own wife, even your own husband, even your own children, even that best friend. That's why I don't really believe in best friend, you know. All y'all's my friend. You know how many inner circle people Jesus had? Jesus only had two. It's two, right? Or three? Three. Peter, James, and John. Peter, James, and John. And each of them had their own problems. But he knew how to deal with them. He was a ministry to change the world, but yet he only had three around him. I want you to know something. Some of you have grown up with childhood friends. And you have gone to a next level. Childhood friends and you went to high school, went to uh, secondary school, went to this school. But some of them childhood friends aren't serving the Lord. You're serving the Lord. The grip that them childhood friends used to have over you should not have over you anymore because their mind is in a different... Are y'all not hearing what I'm saying? I can't mix oil with water just before I know him or her from growing up. That person is a sinner and I love that person, but I am not going to make that person influence me like it used to be. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You got to know who you're going to let your spirit be open to. No, I'm not saying you can't have a barbecue with them. I'm not saying you can't call them and talk to them. But be careful how your soul is opening up to people. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Some of you know the Lord, but your soul is messed all over the place. Some of you, if you examine you, your soul got a lot of punctures.
Can I go a little deeper than that? Some of you need to go to the tire shop and vulcanize your soul. Because your soul is here with this one, here with that one, here with that one. And before you know it, you're like a mad woman, a madman. You don't know how to move, how to shift. You don't know what to do. Because all the unworldly people, the worldly people are affecting your soul. But I came to tell somebody, get the word of God in your soul. I came to tell you, get the word of God in your soul. Go to God's vulcanizing shop and let the word of God vulcanize that soul that was seeping out a connection to somebody. If you used to drink, you can't be drinking anymore. If you used to smoke, you can't be smoking anymore. If you used to talk nonsense, you can't talk nonsense anymore. High five your neighbor and say, I'm going to a tire shop. I'm going to God's tire shop. I'm going to close those loopholes in my life. I'm going to close those holes in my life. It doesn't matter if my wife brings me down. If my husband brings me down. It doesn't matter if the church brings me down. Can I put a little pin right there? Some people think the church is perfect. And I will tell you liberty in no perfect church. High five your neighbor and said, this ain't perfect. And if you come in here to find perfection, you're going to be mistaken. Somebody is going to leak their soul. I'm going to cause you some difficulty. Somebody may look at you in a different way, cause you heartache. Close your soul up. High five your neighbor and say, close your soul up. Keep one opening. Tell your neighbor, keep one opening. One opening for the Word of God. One opening for the Holy Spirit. One opening for positive affirmation from the presence of God. Somebody shout hallelujah. If you're ready to do it, stand to your feet and shout hallelujah. Stand to your feet and shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Say, I'm closing up. I'm closing up to the world. I'm closing up to the devil. I'm closing up to negativity. I'm closing up to discouragement. I'm closing up to naysayers. I'm closing up to gossipers. I'm closing up to backbiters. I'm closing. High five your neighbor and say, I'm closing. Closing. Somebody lift your hands and say, now Lord, I'm opening to you. Now, Lord, I'm opening to you. I'm opening my soul to you. I'm opening my soul. I'm opening my entire being to you. I'm opening my. Entire I'm opening being. my inner resources to you. Come now, Lord. Fill me again. Touch me again. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on and put your hands together and shout hallelujah. Come, I can't hear you. Put your hands together and shout hallelujah. Let the music play. Let the crowd yeah. shout hallelujah. Let the people of God worship him. Hallelujah. Come on, I can't hear it from you. Somebody hallelujah. put your hands in the air and shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. The oh. devil is a roaring lion yeah. seeking whom he may devour. Yeah. That Job's wife told him curse God and die. Job's friends told him he was the one that caused it on himself. 
maybe next week I'll continue about what Job's friends told him but when there is a bad start when God is for you there will be a good ending come next week to hear what God did to Job he gave them double for his trouble yes he took away everything from him he had affliction but at the end of the day God restored everything somebody shout restoration restoration somebody shout I'm about to be restored I'm about to be restored shout hallelujah hallelujah sing a song Hallelujah. How great is our God. Still with me, I'm ready. He's our God. Oh, see, I'm ready. How great. Everybody now. your eyes and lift your hands to heaven I'm declaring over everybody who's listening to this message everyone who's listening back to this broadcast I'm declaring over every hand that's lifted up in this place I'm declaring over you that no weapon in this world can defeat you no demon in hell can torture you no friend, nor foe, nor family can shift you. No devil in hell can pull you back. Can you open your mouth and start to affirm? Yes. I can't hear what your mouth is saying. Let your ears hear what your mouth is saying. Can you shout? I want you to shout over somebody. I want you to pray over somebody. I want you to lift your voice over. Come on, come on, I can't hear you. Just lift your voice, lift your voice. Oh, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Just lift your voice, lift your voice. Yeah, come on, sustain it, sustain it. Now take your hands and open your eyes and start to give God a praise. Hallelujah. 
in a real praise, a real praise. A real praise, like we got a couple hundred of you in this place who's about to serve notice on the enemy that he's not going to touch you, turn you. Hallelujah. 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 What a great crowd. This is like an old year's night service. Crowd packed upstairs, packed downstairs. Let, let, let the devil know you thought you could close the church, but the church is back again. Hallelujah. Now, you're going to give to God in a while. Now, for those who lodge their names asking for their donation letters, everything is already, almost already, 90%. If you lodge your name and your, and your, your email, you will get your email for Cash App and the giving on Sunday. We have one letter for that, Cash App and your giving on Sunday. So if you give by check or cash on Sunday and Cash App, we're trying to comply, pump, comply, compile it and put it to one. And if you give your name, we believe we have it available for you. Pastor Mahes is going to be in the office. We believe we have it for you. Now, if we don't have it for you, we have it prepared. So even if they don't have it, please bear with us. If you give an email today to the front desk or, or to one of the leaders, we will email it to you very shortly. Those who give to our website, uh, and it's not Cash App, the vendor's name is Subsplash. Yeah, do you guys see that when you put your name? It's Subsplash. That's a, a given compartment. An email would have gotten to you by Friday of this past day from Subsplash, and in there was Liberty's letter thanking you with the amount from Subsplash only. So we have a letter from Subsplash only. We have now letters made out from Cash App and Giving Today all in one. We don't have it for everybody. We have it available, but it's not to give to everybody today if you didn't put your names down. But if you are desirous, I would like to get letters to everybody who give. And the best way really is if you give us an email, we'll be glad to email it this week to you. So uh, just to recap, if you give and you ask for your letter, we have it somewhere ready for you in the office. Pastor Mahis will be in there to give you. Bear with us. If he doesn't have it, don't box him in his head and tell him, Pastor said you should have had it. Follow the message. The message is, whether I get my letter or not today, I shall still love the Lord. Amen? All right. Everybody to agree? Now, here's the thing. I've been praying about the future of our church, how God wants it. If God continues to grow this place, how will we be faithful to what God is doing? And, and we have one problem, but it's a good problem. It's how do we grow when we have outgrown? And I want you to help me pray. We have some ideas, but I just want you to... I don't, we don't need everybody to say, Pastor, you can do this, do that. That's fine. But we, have, we believe God's leading us in certain directions. One of the first direction is sometime this year we have to go to two services. That's the first thing we have to do. How many of you believe that's a good thing to grow the church? All right? And don't you believe very soon if we go to two services, how we are packed in one, 
God is going to pack a second one. How many of you believe? Now, if you came here for another reason, you will not be happy about that. If, you know, there's some witches and warlocks come through the door for different reasons. Tell your neighbor and say, you don't look like a witch and warlock. Tell your neighbor. Because if you do, I'm going to watch you right in your eyes. No, we don't have any of that. Amen. So what I'm saying is help us pray as God continues to grow this church. I want to grow this church to at least a thousand people over the next short time. And I need your help to grow it. Come on. How many of you believe that can happen? How many of you believe that can happen? One can do one, can do one but two can do a thousand. Three can do ten thousand. And so God can make a way in the name of Jesus. Some churches, and I'm not boasting, have started asking us, can you help us grow our church? And I'm willing to help. In other words, they're saying, how is God doing this? So I want you to know that I believe God is trusting us with this growth so that we don't keep it here. We help others. But we help others who have the right attitude. Somebody shout hallelujah. One day, you're going to say, I was there when they had one service. Now they have three. And I helped make it happen because I followed the will of God. And so I thank all of you. Let your friends and family come. We're going to find space for them. Could you give to God three ways of giving? Through the website. And that is through Subsplash. You go to website, libertychurchny.org. Or you go to Cash App, Liberty CH. That's very easy. Or today you give by check and by cash. Make sure you put your name on there. One of the things that we want to do this year is to get you some pre-printed envelopes with your name. We want to see if we can get that done. And those of you who are interested in getting pre-printed envelopes, see Pastor Mahes and say, you can add me there to the pre-printed because I know I'm guaranteed. I want to give to the, to the kingdom of God. And this way, all you do is put, you don't have to write your name. You just put your stuff in there and it will be recorded well. Would you lift it before God today? Say, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. I pray today that the Word of God will soak in my heart. And as I give, let it go to the forderance of your kingdom. In the mighty name of Jesus, you sound well. Let's give to God as the man of God sings. And my dad is going to come and close us in prayer. I'm chasing after you. No matter what I have to do, I need you more and more. Amen. I'm chasing Amen. after you. No matter what I gotta do, praise the Lord. I Hallelujah. need you more and more. Praise God. Praise God. More and more. Thank Joe for the good message this morning. Joe, Amen. Getting double for his trouble. Everything was everything was multiplied. His assets, his children, even his family. Praise the Lord. And God is also going to bless you. Amen. Whatever trouble you're going through, you're going to get double. Double blessing is on your way. Amen. So don't give up. Amen. Stay to the end. He that endured to the end, the same shall be saved. And we're glad to this morning that we can come. Good crowd. Good, uh, a good message. Amen. And uh, we thank God for every one of you. Praise the Lord. Invite your friend for next week as you hear the, the announcements.
Pray for Pastor uh, Jonathan. He's in Guyana. Amen. And uh, he's carrying the word. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm ready to go uh, to the ends of the earth. Amen. We went to Jamaica recently. We come back. I'm ready to go again. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you and praise your good name this morning for your word that came through Pastor Joe. Oh God, and, and telling us about Job's life, dear Father. We know, Lord, that, uh, that uh, you're going to bless everyone, oh God, to have the same spirit of endurance, dear Lord. Bless even the wife who said, Cursed God and died. But bless the wife today that their eyes will open and that they will want to join with their family, join with their husband to praise and, and bless God. So take thanks, Lord. Give us a, a good week. Preserve, protect us, and supply all our needs according to thy riches in glory. In Jesus' name, and the church say, Amen. Amen.